Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. What is going on, guys? Uh, this is Pop Culture Crisis. This is a special episode today. Mm-hmm. We just got back from seeing Spider-Man No Way Home. We went to the first showing we could get here in, in North America. It was 3 mm-hmm. p.m. And we've, we're on like a busy schedule today, me and Miracle. And mm-hmm. we just decided to just go for it. We're going to talk about it with our, with our thoughts here. But first, before we get started, I wanted to introduce you to my co-host. What's your name, young lady? Miracle Sam. Nice to meet you. Oh, that was a, that was a very... Uh, I know. It, it's that was weird. good. That was good. There was a there was a lot of frivolity in that. I like mm-hmm. it. Um, <laughs> this I we, we were coming home right, and I was like, people were talking about the movie. People were super excited about the movie, and I did not really share many of my thoughts because I wanted to save them for yeah. this to talk about it right now. Like I was very excited about a bunch of stuff in that movie, but I felt like if we talked about it. Right away, as soon as we got out of the theater, because that's instinct, right? That's yeah. what you do. Uh, I thought I would kind of burn myself out. So now we are going to start this, uh, this start here. So uh, first thing I'm going to do uh, is pull up the Rotten Tomatoes for this movie just to give you an idea of where this is going. And that is what you're seeing right there. 98% audience score. That is incredible for over 100 verified ratings already. And it's a 94 on the critic review as well. So mm-hmm. one of those rare occasions where both the critics and the fans have come together and seem to find a common ground, which is not, com- not common ground is not so common mm-hmm. uh, in the film and television industry anymore. There's a lot of differences that people tend to feel in these industries. Uh, so first, I, I just want to get your, before we get into it, because I, I don't think there's a way to discuss this movie that doesn't involve spoilers. So much of it is mm-hmm. so heavily into spoilers, guys. So before we do that, I just want you to give me your general thoughts on the movie. Just the first thing that came to, that comes to your mind when you think of what it, of how you felt when it concluded. When it concluded, I loved it because like everybody's like bye, and then I don't know if anybody again we're going to say spoilers, but post credit scenes, both of them. I loved it. Loved them? Yeah. Loved like, both of them? Yeah. I loved them. We and didn't even stay for the second one because we had to get back and record <coughs> this. So we, we had, had to. to yeah. We had to find a uh, <coughs> borrowed version on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get into that in a minute. But mm-hmm. uh, I think above, at least for me, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of rumors going around lately that Tom Holland, not rumors, I th- they've confirmed that Tom Holland is going to get- It's going to get three a, more movies. He's going to get three more movies. And honestly, 
he earned those movies mm-hmm. with his performance in this film. He did. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are aspects of his performance that I haven't seen in yeah. any of his. Spa- that's including in Endgame and uh, and Infinity War yeah, scenes sure. where he gets emotional. Mm-hmm. Where when he did it in Endgame and Infinity War, I felt it, but I connected with it in a different way when yeah. when I was watching this movie. I don't know if you felt the same the same way. I like his performances. Like, have you watched his Netflix movie that he had? Mm-mm. Um, that one was really good. And then um, we watched the trailer for Uncharted. Yes. I sent it to you when they first announced it. I liked it. I think Tom Holland's a good actor. No, he, he has a lot of, like, a lot ahead of him. He's a, he's a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing is uh, that I think is really interesting is that... The We'll get into the spoiler part of it in a, in a few minutes, but there is a, a couple of scenes in here mm-hmm. where he pulls an emotional performance that it's also the ma- the makeup and the lighting mm-hmm. and the way these scenes are done, but they make him look about 20 years older than yeah, he was. Yeah, you were pointing that uh, out when he was like cut up. There's a, well, just that, but the, there's an emotional resonance there mm-hmm. that seems to come from someone who's lived a life ma- many more years than that than this world's Peter Parker. Yeah. And these directors, the, the first thing, what was the one... I, I didn't say much about mm. this movie when we left the theater, but I said one thing. I said, the pacing in mm. this movie is phenomenal. Yeah, it the is. The pacing in this movie is absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are surprises at every turn, and mm-hmm. what they do is they use those surprises, or what we would deem as member berries, uh, yes. you know, the Easter eggs. They're used to kind of bridge the gap between the action scenes, because there mm-hmm. there's a decent amount of action here, but they are, for the most part, action set pieces that are scattered throughout the film, and they use the chemistry that he has with his co-stars, mm-hmm. and they use the special uh, member berries that we yes. will get into, with other characters, they use his ability to connect with those characters as a way of making it feel as if the whole movie moves at this breakneck pace. Yeah. Right. So it never, even the even the moments that are slower, feel uh, you feel a deep connection to it. If you if you've seen these past movies, mm-hmm. one criticism I would have for the movie, if you're going into it, is that it requires you to be a fan or at least be cognizant mm-hmm. of the past. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> uh, I was I meant to do that over there. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, there's a there's a, yeah. We're fine. There's a stink bug on the on the table here. Mm-hmm. We're out in the country. Uh, there is a, a a breakneck pace that is gathered from the way he connects with these other characters that I don't think you would be able to do if you don't. Li- this movie relies heavily on mm-hmm. the fact that you know uh, the story of not just this, uh, the Spider-Man of this world, but that you're familiar with everything that's happened in Spider-Man yeah. lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, that's it for a few minutes here. But it, re- it requires you to, you may enjoy it either way, but to really connect with it the way that someone like you, me, or in from the sound of our theater, everyone yeah. in our theater mm-hmm. felt, you really be, you should be familiar or at least have seen most of the past Spider-Man movies. That would be something I would say goes to its detriment from a filmmaking standpoint, but I don't think anyone is going to begrudge them what they did with this movie because it was put together phenomenally. Mm-hmm, for sure. I don't, I don't know. I just loved the whole movie. Like, I was geeking out every time, like, there was, like, um, like characters that I remember from the first Spider-Man yeah. movie. Did you grow? Did you? What was the first one you saw? The Amazing Spider-Man, or was no. the first one you saw? Toby Maguire. To- okay, the to- okay. I, I always kind of just take for granted that you're like mm-hmm. much younger than me. So I, I was like, maybe the first one she saw was the the the, the Toby Maguire one. But well, the Andrew Garfield one, I did watch like one of them. Mm. Is there something on me? No. Oh, okay. Um, I did watch like one of them. The second movie, I didn't really care for it, but I did watch it too. Yeah. Ah. Uh, 
but the toby Maguire ones even the third movie i really liked it and it kind i loved the scene where like they're actually all together and they hug yes i love uh, that scene the uh in the in the well, we'll get into it we're gonna get yeah. into spoilers here uh so basically uh, would you recommend it to people we're gonna i we're recommend it high recommend it's a high recommendation i love this movie uh if you are we gonna go see it again on saturday i think i I'm, think yeah I'm going to see it again with you. That is a strong, uh, for me, that's a strong recommendation. Just mm-hmm. uh, getting out to the theater as much as I love it. Going to see a movie twice is not something I've done very many times in my life. Yeah. But I think I'm absolutely going to go again on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I just, I can't give this movie enough praise for the way that it, th- there's a lot in this movie that could have gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in my view, like th- there's aspects that could that might have not connected. There's characters that might have been overused or underused, mm-hmm. and I felt like everything kind of got proper screen time. Even Zendaya mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know the actor's name. Um, um, here I can see. Uh, I got the uh, yeah, but even Z- Zendaya and the young man who plays uh, Ned, Ned uh, Jacob. Okay, so uh, even those two who, for all intents and purposes purposes are kind of they're his side not sidekicks yeah i mean it's as much as they want to make these ensemble movies tom holland spider-man is the star of this movie right Mm -hmm. but it still felt like ned and mj got exactly the right amount of screen time to flesh Mm -hmm. out their characters i loved zendaya in this and i've been iffy on her in the other two films yeah. Uh, I other than the annoying little quip with Doctor Strange from the trailer, She's like the magic word is please. I, other than that, which I did not like, I I, mm-hmm. I would have liked. I was hoping that this was going to be one of those MCU things where the final cut in the film is different from the trailer. I was hoping that he was going to be like no, that yeah. Doctor Strange was just going to be like no, I'm not doing that. But mm-hmm. that's that's a small a small criticism of something. But in general, her performance here was spot on as well, mm-hmm. and you feel that she cares about Peter Parker. That she's yep. not just. Uh, they worry so much today in film about making women feel like they're uh, arm are arm candy for men in superhero movies. That's mm-hmm. not the way I see things in the industry anymore. I think it's the most progressive it's ever been. Mm-hmm. But she could have easily been cast that way with how much work they've gone in, they've put into turning Spider-Man into the hero the MCU deserves. And she doesn't feel that way. She mm-hmm. comes off as her own character. She comes off as consistent. She lives up to the she, who she is at the beginning. She mm-hmm. grows, but it's still true to who what her character is. Mm-hmm. Ned is kind of the same way in that he's he's comic relief, but the the emotional scenes the sh- the three of them share are all yeah. phenomenally done. Like a lot of credit to those actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't give this movie enough praise. Like yep. I and I, you don't know understand how hard it is to me. I like to be able to criticize movies like this because I don't you know we're never going to be shill media. We're never mm-hmm. going to be Disney apologists. I criticize a but lot. This is not Disney. D- d- I still feel that Sony is the future uh, mm-hmm. of the of the superhero world. I, I really do. I hope so. Um, but yeah, I, I can't give this movie enough praise, and it gets me very excited to see where they go with Tom Holland doing a third uh, or a fourth, fifth, and sixth film on top of I believe he has one film left in his contract mm-hmm. to to be shared with Marvel through the through Sony. I read that in an article today, so he'll probably do one more appearance. Mm-hmm. Whether that's in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, I doubt that, but it well, could be. What if, like, conspiracy theories, because we did watch the post-credit scene, maybe he might be in it because, like, the other one might know. That That's possible. Yep. Well, and we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I think, uh, <laughs> what are we at now? We've been talking about it already for, like, over 10 minutes. That's, mm-hmm. uh, 
this is one of those movies that, uh, again, we're going to get into spoilers here just in, in just about 30 seconds, right? But if, you, if you're just looking for recommendations to go see a movie, I am highly critical about a lot of, like, the, of the MCU's approach to humor. Mm -hmm. I thought it was done well in this movie. Mm -hmm. In fact, I don't really feel like I noted the humor did not undercut the emotional scenes, and we'll get more into that in, in the in the spoilers. But this is a movie that balances the humor and the drama extremely, extremely well. Mm -hmm. uh, guys, go see this movie because we're about to get into spoiler discussion right now, and I, I don't want to ruin it for you if. Uh, yep. If if you're going into this movie trying not to be spoiled, first of all, that's hard to do in current year. Mm -hmm. But uh, we're going to get into it right now. So, first things first, we On do get realist. we do get we do get all three Spider Men in this movie. Yes, we do. We get, and I'm so happy. She is so happy. Like uh, legit, I shook your leg when I saw um, Tobey Maguire when she saw no when. Andrew Garfield. Well, I, I shook your arm, but then the yeah. Tobey Maguire one, I shook your leg. Yeah. She got she got so excited that she was messing with me in mm -hmm. the theater. And when the Andrew, Green Goblin too, I was so happy for that. And and when Andrew Garfield appears on screen, mm -hmm. the entire theater that we were in cheered. Yeah. Like we were at us we you just watched game 7 of uh, of the World Series and somebody just did a walk-off home run. That's what this theater sounded like to me mm -hmm. in there. I couldn't believe it. Uh, <laughs> the best part about this was uh, they could have easily done this with cameos mm -hmm. or not, not easily. They could have screwed it up and they could have just been in this movie for like a couple of minutes at the very end. And that's not what we get here. Mm -hmm. We get full, uh, probably the last, what, uh, half of the movie or fourth of the movie. They're in there and they're in mm -hmm. almost every scene and they're in every scene. Yeah. They're so, in every scene. It's like totally worth your money once all three spider-men mm -hmm. once they all show up on screen they're on screen together almost the entire rest of the movie mm -hmm. and that is incredible and the amount of detail that's paid to uh past lore from the films uh for instance they point out the fact that toby mcguire has <laughs> real web shooters I rather know, than it comes out and, it comes, and they make a big deal about this where they have a whole conversation about it and it works mm -hmm. they discuss it and the the three actors have fantastic chemistry together uh toby i, I personally believe that for if this was tom holland's movie mm -hmm. andrew garfield deserves earned his right to have either a third of uh amazing spider-man or a Disney Plus series. Mm -hmm. Well, it wouldn't be. I guess it couldn't be Disney Plus because it's Sony, right? Yep. So, uh, he earned his right to get another shot at playing Spider-Man just based off his performance in this movie. He I looked loved like it. he looked like he was having the time of his life. Mm -hmm. He really did. Like Tobey Maguire was in, like Tobey Maguire felt like a father figure uh, <laughs> in, in that yeah, row because he he's older. I, I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know how much older he is even than uh, than Andrew Garfield. He can't be more than five or six years older than him. I could be wrong about that, but. I really just the Andrew Garfield energy in this movie was freaking fantastic. And if if you were paying attention to uh, the build up to this movie, which has been absolutely insane, it's been at a fever pitch. Uh, he has been hamming it up in his um, in his assurances to the crowd that he wasn't in this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, and he very clearly is a fantastic actor. OK, so Tobey Maguire is 46 years old and Andrew Garfield is 38. Tobey Maguire is 46. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm much younger than him, but mm -hmm. I, feel, I forget that the original Spider-Man came out in 2000. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, for some reason, I always think of the original of the original Raimi Spider-Man as a 2005 movie, but I mm -hmm. believe it was was it check on that 
I could maybe I'm off by five years. I I could for what be, movie? The ori- for Tobey Maguire's Spider Man. Um, the original one is 2002. Okay, I was close enough. Uh, <coughs> I was in high school, so mm-hmm. I was in high school when he was making that movie. I was three. Oh my god, I feel now I do feel old. Now I do feel old. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um. We do get uh we do get Charlie Cox mm-hmm. as Matt Murdock. You don't see him as Daredevil, but you do see him as the actual lawyer. As an actual lawyer who is fantastic at his I job. I love that one scene. And catching bricks. Mm-hmm. Um, How did he do that? I'm just a really good lawyer. A very good lawyer. <laughs> uh, honestly, the opening scene to me mm-hmm. immediately re-enamored me with the character meaning like when he's uh when when j jonah jameson makes the announcement to, you know when they reveal from mysterio that uh he was spite that peter parker's been spider-man mm-hmm. and he's uh slinging between buildings and he goes onto the amtrak or the top of the thing and everybody's staring at him and he picks up mj uh they're like when they're they're having their banter back and forth as they're doing it as miracle sneezes like nine times she liked the movie so much, guys, that she is uh, actually sneezing out her excitement right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, like immediately, that scene re-enamored me with both characters, MJ even more so than I already than than I was before, mm-hmm. and Tom Holland probably more than I was before because I've been, I've been you know meh on Spider Man for the most part. Like he's good, but he's always been surrounded by other actors of a higher caliber, mm-hmm. and I feel like they did this that they did that in this film. With Doctor Strange having him uh, be with Benedict Cumberbatch so qu- early on in the movie, and he held his own in a way that I don't think he did mm-hmm. in his past performances. He was in this movie uh, sharing a good amount of screen time early on with Benedict Cumberbatch playing Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. and they go toe to toe. It doesn't feel like Benedict, but like Cumberbatch overshadows him in any yep. way. I loved it. She's miracles. Just sick of listening, like hearing me talk about it. So I, I do have questions for you because mm-hmm. I like, I know that sometimes like when we talk about these things, I have this ability to like not read the room and I kind of just yell and scream and, and it's okay. Shout my excitement. Everybody enjoys it, right? Uh, what character do you think carried this movie? Oh shit! There's a lot. That, the only I reason know. I waited to ask this question is because there's so many of them. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I so, think they all carried it, but like I was so excited for Tobey Maguire, like how you pointed out mm-hmm. that he's like the father figure mm-hmm. which he is like um i just searched up his like personal information on wikipedia mm-hmm. he has two kids yeah he has two kids so like it does like he does give off that father yeah. figure and then like andrew garfield's like the older brother he's like yeah, yeah. he's definitely mm-hmm. like an, well I, but that's weird too though mm-hmm. because he's only older brother by the ver- by the fact that tom holland looks so much younger than him but yeah. andrew garfield's character like he pl- he hams up mm-hmm. the whole uh the fact that a lot of people didn't like his version of the spider-man mm-hmm. and it works yeah like it works like they, they rag like not on purpose but they mm-hmm. rag, well they do it on purpose in the film but like they talk about like uh there's the scene when they're on top of the empire state building at the end and all three spider-men are trying to organize like how they're going to attack they didn't do the pointing they, they kind of did they didn't do the the spider-man meme uh, that actually shows a decent amount of restraint on yeah. their part like i'm surprised they didn't do it mm-hmm. but they when they name him he, uh, tom holland says i'm spider-man i'm peter parker one and he points at toby mcguire says you're peter parker two and and then andrew garfield goes i'm, so I'm three he goes i'm three like he hands <laughs> up the fact that he is like the 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 odd man out who didn't get his trilogy yeah I, I love it. like. <laughs> but yeah, it is true. But like speaking about age, Tom Holland's 25. So yeah. that does make sense. Like their whole dynamic. Yeah. How old is Andrew Garfield? Does it say there? Yeah, I told you 38. And, oh, Andrew Garfield. 
He's 38. He's 38. And Tom is 25. Good and then genes. Toby is 46. Yep. Oh, my God. And then James Franco, just to throw it out there, he's 43. Oh, man. Well, he, that That's funny, too, because I shouldn't be as surprised by Andrew Garfield because he was mm-hmm. like Spider-Man when I was uh, I was like well out of high school. Mm-hmm. But me and him are like three or three years apart. Yeah. But it feels like he's younger than me. It kind of uh, does, right? It feels like he's younger than me. So... You'd be breaking your bones. I would be. I would be. Um, the problem. Oh, the other. Uh, I had a bunch of questions like that. I wanted to. I wanted to ask you about the other mm-hmm. one was as whose uh, whose performance surprised you the most? Andrew Garfield's absolutely, and then Zendaya's also yep. because I thought they're all right. Her character where she's like really snobby. No, yeah. I actually like her character. It fits with the story. Like mm-hmm. snobby makes sense if it's the start of the first movie and you're establishing this world. But right yeah. now. Bad things have happened to them. Mm-hmm. Serious things are going on. Their life is changing. Your snobbishness is going to dissipate in favor of honest human mm-hmm. interaction. And the snark is always one of those things that I'm highly critical of. I yeah. hate I hate snark for snark's sake in movies. And they really did avoid that in this mm-hmm. movie. Well, like for me, I also like I also like what she kept on saying because like you don't really get a lot of background story about um Zendaya's character MJ. Yeah. Where like She's like, well, if if you expect like the worst to happen, then you won't be let down. Yeah, basically. But she's different at the end. Yeah, so she sh- is. So she uh, that see that's fantastic writing. Mm-hmm. That's a through line that they keep from the movie. So yeah. in the movie, they all apply to their various colleges, mm-hmm. and because of what happens with Spider Man, yeah, uh, being he, outed mm-hmm. as Peter Parker, and he also murdered Mysterio yeah. because that's how Mysterio edited the clips. Uh, and then, um, so when they don't get into MIT, which is where all three, her, Ned, and Peter all apply there, mm-hmm. none, none of them get in, she makes a point before they open their letter. She says, if you are uh, if you expect disappointment, you're never disappointed, right? Mm-hmm. Or something to that, that yeah, effect. Yeah, exactly to that fact. I, I will point out um, one small, uh, not, it's, it's not even a plot hole per se, mm-hmm. but there is uh, a character in there who works for MIT uh, what was that? Uh, the actress, Paula something. Paul. I, her name's. Pa- I believe her name's Paula Newsom in real life, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I could be wrong about that. It is. But is it? I searched it up that, earlier. That it's was her Paula name. Newsom. My God, my memory is fantastic. <laughs> I'm like looking for it here, but I like. For, I guess she's she's a great. She's a she's what I, I call like a journeyman TV actress. She's mm-hmm. fantastic. She's always on various TV shows. So she has yeah. this bit part role in this movie where she plays like Peter uh, before his first. Uh, go around with Doc Ock saves her from falling off a bridge yeah. and she says I'm going to talk to MIT about you uh, about you, and you your Ned friends. yeah uh, they couldn't I guess it's not really a plot hole they couldn't really continue it because at the end of the movie they have to complete this spell yeah the the spell was that that they screwed up in the beginning of the movie that's from the trailers that yeah. basically Peter screws up this spell that Doctor Strange is trying he to cast he screws it up so according to Strange six times but Peter's like technically five yes uh but then um they finally have to complete the spell at the end which is that basically everyone forgets mm-hmm. who peter parker is yep uh which is vaguely different because in the beginning he didn't want him to forget him he wanted them to forget that he was spider-man which is not the same thing yeah so he reworded it at the end he was like if i wonder they if that for- was a plot hole I, mean, I think so. I mean, I not a plot hole, but you know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't it, like... It's not consistent. That's his, what you're trying to get at. Yeah. Like, if, if he had actually phrased it like that in the initial spell, yeah. it would have made more sense. Mm-hmm. Because when he's saying that, when he's trying to correct Dr. Strange, I'm like, why can't you just tell them you're Spider-Man after they forget? Yeah. If they still know who you are, yeah. why can't you just reveal it to them again? Well, in the trailers, they also say it, too, like, 
I want everybody to forget on Spider-Man. Okay, that I'm now. I'm, now I'm worried. Did I did I hear that differently in the movie? They did say Spider-Man, right? They yep. didn't say forget who you are. Nope. Um, in the beginning, they said I want everybody to forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Okay. And the, that's what they I'm, said in the trailers too. But then at the end, he says I want everybody to forget I'm Peter Parker. Okay. Forget who Peter Parker is. Okay. Like, that's that's a little bit of uh, like that's like a big stretch. That's a well. Those are two very different things. Yeah. Like forgetting that you're Spider-Man and forgetting who you are entirely like now i'm worried that i missed something i, no, I don't you think didn't i did. miss okay. it um but that character just never comes back again Mm-mm. so it was like a weird like uh it's like you know mm-hmm. uh, it was supposed to go you feel like to complete that go around with that story yeah maybe um, she it's like you know what i mean my question is because she said that she was going to put in a word for them. It's like Chekhov's gun, but without mm-hmm. Chekhov. <laughs> yeah, so she was going to put in a word for them to yeah. reconsider their applications. So did he get reconsidered if they forgot who he was? Exactly, because like, in, in the end, mm-hmm. Zendaya or MJ and Ned yeah. both get in. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? But Peter They're, Parker didn't say he got in or not. Yeah, well, he had that book in mm-hmm. his room that that's said a GED j- study manual. So Ooh. he likely had to go back to school or something. I don't know. But that's... Uh, so the consequences for this movie... Like, one thing I have a problem with in superhero movies mm-hmm. is that there's always a, an extreme lack of stakes. Mm-hmm. There's a lack of, like, any real consequences if something goes wrong. Yeah. Right? So in this movie, uh, there is a little bit of that. Like, you don't feel like he's really in danger at all, but they get around that because we do see the death of a very, very important character. Hot Aunt May. Oh, no. Oh, no. And and I'll tell you what. This is another Mm -hmm. way that this is why I say that the media is not Hollywood's friends. Uh, In this movie, um, they use Aunt May's character of being an extremely good person Mm -hmm. who basically they were just going to send once the villains uh, make it through into the multiverse, uh, into Peter's world because of the messed up spell, uh, he captures them. And then they were mm-hmm. going to send them back where they were. But what they find out is that they're going to be sent back because they eventually die yeah. in their own universes. Mm-hmm. And Peter has a problem with that. Yeah. This is a quality he gets from Aunt May. Yeah. You could say that he's still stupid for not sending them back because mm-hmm. this is a problem he created. Yeah. But uh, if they had... Uh, eventually, what basically what I'm getting to do is like Aunt May gets hurt, uh, gets uh, grievously injured, and gives P- Peter... The speech. Yep. She gives him Both the speech. Both of us groan at it. Um, and I'll tell you what. I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. But if they had announced before this movie came out that she was going to be the one to give him that speech rather than Uncle Ben, mm-hmm. I'd have been pissed. Yeah. Because it would have felt like virtue signaling stupidity mm-hmm. just, you know, to get to rub it in that the, they're doing it with the, the future is female. But mm-hmm. because they didn't do it, it comes off understated mm-hmm. and it comes off as reasonably believable Mm -hmm. within the realm of this universe and it adds to the stakes of the movie because she hides her injury yeah and i'll tell you that scene right there when i I was talking about earlier when peter parker is looking at his aunt may Mm -hmm. he looks about 20 years older than he actually is yeah he really does and there is grief and sadness on his face that felt absolutely real to me mm-hmm. in a way that not even Tobey Maguire's really uh, did for me when I saw those movies the first time. Mm-hmm. So that is a, a huge testament to Tom Holland. Yeah, it really is. Sure. Um, happy was in this movie and even he had a, th- a through line all the way through. You know, he gets, mm-hmm. ar- they don't really explain it because he gets arrested and then he, he gets uh, out and then he meets Peter at Aunt May's grave, mm-hmm. right? But I'll tell you right now, 
there could have been so many points in this movie where the humor could have ruined it, and it didn't. Mm -hmm. uh, they saved a lot of it for the interactions in the in the down moments. Uh, basically, once all three Spider Men are together, yeah, right, and we get to see them being scientists, which mm -hmm. is a a big thing. That scene was probably my favorite of all of them together. But, yep. but the science is almost. It, there's no actual science going on. It's just them uh, riffing and interacting, and mm -hmm. you're uh, reenacting all the Star uh, all Star Wars, all of the Spider-Man lore that has been created through these franchises. Mm -hmm. And they don't put on, and a lot of it is like they don't have their masks on through most of it because you have to be yeah. able to. They're like, we paid however many millions of dollars to get Andrew Garfield. We're by God, we're not just going to put him behind a mask and mm -hmm. freaking. So you, they, they don't like leave them in their masks the whole time, which could have felt off, but it works here, right? Yep. So you don't get it until they really go into battle at the end. Yep. Uh, and, and I really do think that for the most part, this is going to spur like spur on a really really successful future for Tom Holland in this role. And I don't see like he he had an interview a while back where he said, if I'm playing Spider-Man in 10 years, yeah. I've done something wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I buy that from him. I think he loves playing this character. Mm -hmm. I do. Like, I think, he, I think he knows how important it is, and I think that he embraces it in a way that... I don't think he'd be able to give it up that easily. I yeah. think he'll do those three movies, and I think he'd be willing to do more. I think so, because, like, this is, like, a big... Like... This is like a lot of money for him. Well, I, I, and I, I don't know if this, I mean, he's already, he's very successful. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the money really matters to him in this respect. I mean, money mm -hmm. always matters. It always matters. If he's thinking about money, then like this is like a, a ticket for him to be set for life. Yeah, well, but if he oh, he's already set for life, my friend. The, I know. The, but, <laughs> like, but then if he actually likes this character, then mm. I think he should just stay with it because like, I know Chris um, Hensworth loves playing as Thor. Loves playing Thor. Yeah. And uh, okay. So here's a, here's another question. Does this make you more excited for more of his performances? Mm -hmm. And here's the other question. D would you rather see him in solo, mo in three more solo movies? Or do you like the idea of him being more of Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man and occurring in other films on a regular basis? I like both ideas because like if he reoccurs in other films, it's like cute little Easter eggs. But um, if he does it in his own solo movie, that's like such a great thing because like we already know that he can do it by himself. But then he has like heavy hitters like Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Jamie Foxx. Um, do you think they bring mm -hmm. back Maguire and, and Garfield? I don't know. It would be cool because like um, because we did watch the trailer for Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're doing a second movie for that. So maybe they might tie it in somehow. I think, I, I don't think you need to do Maguire anymore. Oh yeah, he's a little bit old I, now. I think that he's <clears throat> done his, I, I, I don't think he needs to. Mm -hmm. And oddly enough, Garfield doesn't need to because he's very successful mm -hmm. as an actor right now. Yeah. But I think that there's easily a way that I could see a Andrew Garfield, uh, like, getting this how good he did in this role mm -hmm. as his version of spider-man i could see this uh spinning off into an uh, a chance at a third film for him mm -hmm. in a way that would have never been possible in the past or oh. if not a tv show mm -hmm. okay so you know how we we're talking about earlier that they didn't do the meme the spider-man yeah. pointing well they did it like when they're in the in the <coughs> um well it says right here so i'm reading an article from gamesradar.com that's basically talking about uh, Spider-Man No Way Home Easter eggs because I was 
I was curious about like a certain scene from the movie. Okay. But um, they're talking about the Spider-Man pointing meme, and they said this is not quite as a nose as Into the Spider-Verse takes place an iconic meme taken from the 1960s Spider-Man series, saw in the inf- imitation Spider-Man. Yeah. Pointing at the real one, but putting together basically when they were fixing like how we're talking about like how they're doing team ups like it was a cute little nod to where yeah. um tom holland's like yeah i used to work in a team we worked in the avengers i yeah. thought this was so funny they're like that's so cool what's the avengers is that like a band or something yeah and i then, love that part that was, that was very <clears throat> clever like the fact that they they have no mm-hmm. avengers in their timeline that's very exactly interesting. um the villains we haven't even gotten into the freaking villains yet. Come on. Um, <laughs> so not only do you get Sandman, who, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion, had the least to do in this in this mm-hmm. role. Oh, there's a plot hole with him. They're, we were talking about it on the way home. Um, so San- mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, go ahead, Sandman. Basically, he like gets into this universe. And He's he, like good, but then he turns bad. But there's no reasoning for it. He yeah. He he basically makes the point that he says, "I don't trust anyone," but he's never like adversarial to Parker. Uh, mm-hmm. But then randomly after, uh, should we reveal the rest? Yeah, let's just, yeah, let's just do so it because we already did it. So first of all, we get Sandman, mm-hmm. we get Electro, yep, we get Doc Ock, Lizard, and we get Lizard, and we get Venom. But he's no, not- no, and we get uh oh, the Green Goblin, the Green Goblin. Sorry, who is the real? If mm-hmm. if there's a villain in this movie, it's the Green Goblin. Yeah, because the split personality yeah which is like throws off people and i thought it was really cute where they talked not cute i thought it was really um really good because like in the first spider-man movie they kind of talked about it and then the second spider-man movie where both characters die so james franco and then william defoe they both died yeah um because like the reason th- and he so, mentions it he mentions yeah, it in this, that, that his son is has since passed yeah um but I love it how, like, in the movie, so this is, like, one of the spoilers. All the villains find out that they were sent to um, Tom Holland's universe, and they were supposed to die because something happened. They were middle of fighting Spider-Man, and then everything went blank, and they yes. showed up in this universe. Yes. And, well, and then and it's their fate to die. Basically, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange points out that it's, you know, it's their fate, and it's not, you don't have the right to... Mm-hmm. The the consequences of the multiverse outweigh mm-hmm. your uh, your problems with uh, trying to inter, you know intervene in these people's fate. Mm-hmm. And one one distinction that's made but not really addressed is that mm-hmm. they they're not killed by Spider Man. Mm-hmm. They die fighting Spider Man, which yeah. is not technically the same thing. Yeah, exactly. But like you know how like um, Tom Holland Spider Man, he has a kinder heart than the other two. So like the first Spider Man, Tobey Maguire, he was more like. Like, before even being infected with Venom, like, he was more violent. Yep. And then um, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, this is why a lot of people didn't like his, because he's more arrogant. And cruel. Yeah. And, and it, uh, people thought of him as cruel more than... Yeah, yeah, so he's more cruel and arrogant. So he, those two are different from yep. Tom Holland's Spider-Man, which he still has that young, innocent, naive feeling yep. where he's like, I can save everybody. Yep. But when he realized he can't because Aunt May died, which that's is where, where she gives the speech, yeah. which, which, which I'm saying, it fit there yeah. because he's in the middle of doing something where he now feels like he made a mistake, right? Because mm-hmm. all this whole building has been taken down yeah. and she reminds him and says, you know, with great power, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We know the speech. But to me, 
this is that's perfect writing mm-hmm. right there that was perfect writing to give those lines to her yeah. and that could have been done very poorly yeah it could have they could have just threw it away as yeah. a throwaway line but that would have been awful yeah that would have been like the moments mm-hmm. that needed to be serious were serious and that uh, like i imagine that that line now mm-hmm. I, I said this to you in the theater i said can you imagine having to deliver that line now without laughing yeah like if you're if you're an actor yeah like there's like a fake building around you mm-hmm. everything there's like fake smoke in in uh, like it looks like a bomb's gone off and yeah. then you have to deliver this line that has now become uh it's such a big part of the cultural zeitgeist yeah. that it's almost impossible to say without laughing mm-hmm. by knowing the fact that you're saying it in a scene that's supposed to be serious yeah for sure and also i don't know like i just love that scene so much like even though both brett and i groaned at it because like bruh really I, hey I, i'm i'm just more sad that aunt may is gone yeah he kept on saying hot hot aunt may, aunt may is gone yeah no, it's like, ew. It's very sad. Get away from me. It's very sad. <laughs> um, but... Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so the, 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 the plot hole is that Sandman is, go- is, is neutral. Neutral. And then... Turns evil. And then randomly turns evil for no reason. I actually... I think the reason why he turned evil is because, like, you know how the Green Goblin, his split personality. So when he turns into the Green Goblin, he has a whole, like, motif saying, like, we're gods gods don't need to ask permission yep yeah. gods don't need help we don't yep. need permission yep. we take what we want yep. and i because like jamie fox's character electro his he, seemed to have the most consistent through yeah. line right he want mm-hmm. he, he liked the power that he was feeling here yeah. and he wanted to stay mm-hmm. yeah so electro it makes sense right there because like you can see it in his eyes he's like you're right and he rips off the device that peter parker tom holland's fantastically timed with the beeps basically yeah. uh, uh think of it as like a, a timer a timer that's mm-hmm. going it's like it, it there's like green green uh symbols or it's just it's a green like light green loading lights like, like when do, you charge do, your battery do, 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 and he mm-hmm. rips it off right before the last one yeah fantastic like that made sense but then like for sandman he was like staring too but there was no context for him and it's a bit of a bait and switch with mm-hmm. Ock, with Doc Ock and the Green Goblin, because you think that Doc Ock is going to be the bad guy because he's mm-hmm. being Doc Ock because yeah. of the broken chip, mm-hmm. uh, and, and then San, and then um, Goblin mm-hmm. is in his is just because like Goblin. So the reason why like people think that the Green Goblin was going to be good because in the first scene, legit like he snaps out of it and yeah. like he becomes normal. Yeah. What's the um? What's his character's name? That bef- not Green Goblin, but the Norman Osborn. Norman so basically he's like an innocent old man and he wants to help but and then he William snaps. William Defoe plays that perfectly mm-hmm. both sides of it like yeah. I, I used to scoff. I miss that. I used to scoff at the idea of him playing um, the Joker mm-hmm. but I think he could play the Joker. He I could. Do. An, old, I think. an older Joker. Like yeah. He really could like there's that scene at the end when Parker and him are battling on the Statue of Liberty or mm-hmm. the, 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 the sunken part of the Statue of Liberty and the way he delivers that line is just dead on for a comic book villain just uh-huh. dead on uh <laughs> we get Do- uh, we get wong and mm-hmm. we and dr strange is not nerfed uh i was kind of annoyed at the scene mm-hmm. where dr strange gets thrown into the into the mirror uh the mirror universe yeah and then parker just figures it out through math mm-hmm. uh and but then he comes back at an important juncture at the end so his character is not lessened in any way yeah he still feels str- like big and important mm-hmm. even ned gets to <laughs> Ned, Ned gets, uh, gets to do the wheel. The, he was like they like uh, he's co- he's the comic relief and he's yeah. used beautifully. Mm-hmm. It's not overbearing or over the top. Yeah, he doesn't do it at periods where it doesn't feel necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, for sure. I don't know. Like for me, I was really happy with it. And then like the 
one of the post credit scenes like tom um tom hardy tom hardy does appear he does appear but he disappears so the reason why he disappears like how brett and i were talking about um when peter parker asks his, um dr strange i want everybody to forget who peter parker is and basically what happened was venom is there brock and venom are there and when brock is barely writing down all the information he got from the bartender he disappears yeah he disappears so that does that mean he knows because like we're talking about it in the car like he from, from what i read that he knows because of of hive mind oh venom, true yeah uh, because there symbiotes was have, have hive mind which means that he would know yeah yeah because like um in the ed and credit scene when he disappears one of venom's like droplets drops yeah and we're having a theory like which symbiote is that gonna be how funny would it be if topher grace comes into that bar mm-hmm. and they make him venom again yeah it would be funny <laughs> who would you cast as venom if you could cast somebody as venom i really like tom hardy's like, like tom hardy because it's really like true to like um brock and yeah. venom's like relationship in the comics like yeah. how i was telling you the other day where like they do fall in love in with each other yeah. and i kind of see that it's like mom and dad fighting yep so i kind of like it already they got to keep tom hardy they, they, they have do. to you have an actor of that mm-hmm. caliber who's you know, one of the things i always harp on <coughs> is that these studios love to to use these properties for their name recognition mm-hmm. and the same goes with actors in a lot of ways it worse mm-hmm. as much as people pretend like there's not movie stars anymore tom hardy's name still draws eyeballs yep so him as that character is becoming iconic and sony has a really bright future with their films i believe because remember mm-hmm. this is still just as much of a sony property as it is like most of the profits to this movie are going to Sony not to Marvel Mm -hmm, so it's um, it's really interesting to me because they've interconnected these worlds in a way that really feels like it shouldn't work in a lot of ways like to me when I when I see a lot of these scenes I think of it as what can we put here Mm -hmm. and they always find a way to do it in a in a friend in a fashion that if it doesn't make complete sense the Easter egg nature of a lot of it Mm -hmm. it overrides the emotional part of your brain. So you're like, Mm -hmm. I don't care if it doesn't make total sense. It's fine. It's perfect. I don't know. I really don't know because like, I really want him to come back and I was disappointed that they disappeared him. I think we'll get him back. I I think they get him Mm -hmm. back. I mean, I know that Sony has their own plans. I know Morbius is going to be... Morbius uh, is really good, like that trailer. I'm far more excited about Morbius than I ever thought I would be. Mm -hmm. Um, I really do think that uh, William Dafoe and Alfred Molina were... I don't know how much it costs to get them to come back and reprise these roles. I know there was a lot of um, de-aging on Alfred Molina, as Mm -hmm. far as I know. I don't know how much there was. Dafoe looked his age, right? Yeah. Uh, But, like, it was fantastic. And they felt like as much of a threat as uh, as Osborne felt like it didn't feel out of place with the fact that he wasn't part of this Spider-Man's universe before. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it could have very easily been like, why is he? uh, Why do I care? Why would Norman Osborne from this world care about fighting this Peter Parker when they're Mm -hmm. not the same Peter Parker that he fought in his universe? But they but they tie it in. To his mom, or mm-hmm. to, I'm sorry, to Aunt May, not to his mom, to Aunt May. And Might how as well be his mom, his co- hot older mom. His very hot older mom. <laughs> uh, but he comes he, he comes into contact with uh, Peter's aunt, mm-hmm. and that creates the through line in the story that makes it work. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would have been like, why is he so hell-bent on destroying this guy? But exactly. it's the dark side of Osborne, the, mm-hmm. the goblin side, that really makes it work there, and that performance carries it. 
Mm-hmm. And like I said, all of these performance to me, performances are secondary to just how good Tom Holland was carrying this movie alongside big name actors, mm-hmm. a lot of me- you know member berries that are very easy to get you bogged down in. This? Exactly. So throughout this whole performance, he looks like the world is happening to him all at once. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I'm just really excited, but I do like the theory that like um, Tom Hardy will remember um, Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. So we we're talking about it in the car. Like, do you think like Tom Hardy's like um, Venom universe like has their own version of Peter Parker? That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. and like <coughs> since one of the symbiotes was left behind, which um, which symbiote is it going to be? That's because we already had Carnage. We um, Screech wasn't Shriek. Shriek, my bad. So you think it's going to be what Toxin? Well, that's what Chris said. Okay. I don't think it's going to be Toxin because I just did um, I did like a little searching i did research yeah. on it it's not gonna be him because you need to do the other one so there's gonna be scream lasher um agony riot and then uh fate so eventually we'll mm-hmm. get our own venom no way home venom endgame someday well like most of them are his kids so like um lasher is actually a hybrid okay so is this gonna be like they're gonna make um hybrid symbiotes because um the hybrid symbiotes are basically there's four of them and they were taken because like venom was locked into a facility i forgot what the um the facility was called but they took like parts of venom and infused it with other things to get like stronger symbiotes i see about three movies that they can get out of all of that Mm -hmm. so so maybe the goal is that tom hardy ends up kind of stepping not stepping down but Mm -hmm. it builds into a universe of venoms uh, of uh, symbiotes that is so large that they don't need to rely on tom holland to er, tom on tom hardy to do that right Mm -hmm. uh oh j jonah jameson Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh J.K. Simmons just hamming it up in this. Uh, there was one thing I didn't understand. It might mm-hmm. have been an Easter egg that I didn't get. Why was it that the first time he reports on uh, on Spider-Man in the movie, like when they first reveal his ID, it looks like he's in a basement? Because Is that because he gets like his job back or something? Maybe. Okay. Like there's a like basically when he reveals Spider-Man's identity. Uh, it feels like uh, he's recording in his basement for a podcast, and then later on, when he's still reporting on it, he uh, he's reporting from a major studio. That was, mm-hmm. That's where my brain goes. My yeah. my my ADHD brain's like, well, why is this different? Because I just didn't know. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. I'm kind of excited because if they do introduce like um, new like new v- symbiotes, like they have so many. There's like a whole family of them. There's. Uh, Maybe they might do a female one oh, because there's like a I couple have no of them. doubt that they will do that. They have a couple of them. They didn't do Scream yet or Agony. Okay. Or I, it, I'm pronouncing it wrong. My sh- bad. Should we be talking about the s- second post credit scene? Uh, yes, because okay. people have been um, talking about it. And I did talk about this theory too. Also, another Venom movie that could be an idea is Anti-Venom. Mm-hmm. That would be good. But... um. You're yeah. the Venom expert here. I'm not the Venom expert. Mm-hmm. It's because I really like the idea yeah. because, like, they are, like, different species and mm-hmm. they do, like, pull apart. If Because, like, um, <clears throat> in Venom, let there be carnage. Basically, how carnage became is because um, Cassidy basically bit yeah, um, Eddie Brock's hand yep. and it's infused with his blood and the symbiote yep. um, DNA. 
So basically, mm-hmm. he's a walking hazmat situation everywhere he goes. Exactly. Like, uh, there any scene where uh, Eddie Brock is like bleeding, you're like, you shouldn't be doing that outside, my friend. You're going to get a lot of people killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, second second post credit scene. Second post credit scene, which we didn't get to see in <sighs> theater because we had to leave and mm-hmm. come back to record this. Yes, but uh, go through. Basically, we see Doctor Strange mm-hmm. and we see him. Come, it look, it's basically a mini trailer from what yep. I, I saw. It looks like a mini trailer. Basically, mm-hmm. he's walking in the... What's the building that's called? Where Sanctum Sanctorum. Yeah, so yes. he's walking in there, and it's still, like, snowy in there because mm-hmm. of the whole... They explain it in this movie why it's snowy. It's because there was a porter that was open yeah. to Siberia, and it, like, blew snow in. Did you notice that the thing from Wong was different from the trailer? Yeah. When he says... Uh, when he's talking about helping him? Yeah, and this, he said... I in, just leave me out of it. Yeah, in the movie he says leave me out of it, but in the trailer he said don't do it, strange. And there's like a, a wink. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and they reveal that uh, Wong is technically Sorcer- Sorcerer Supreme because yeah, because um, of the blip. Yeah, the blip <laughs> made Doctor Strange disappear for five years, so he lost it <clears throat> to um, Wong because of technicality. Uh, off topic for a mm-hmm. moment, but do you notice how like pumped like. We talked to Tim about like the the scene from Hawkeye yesterday, yeah. where the blip they show uh, Yelena disappear from the blip and how yeah. he actually like I thought I was the only one who actually really liked that scene because yeah. it was so well like the the CGI was so well done felt like they blew mm-hmm. half their budget on that. Exactly. But yes, the show more of the the side effects or the the well, the repercussions of the blip in the mm-hmm. future. So yep. So but that just means that Doctor Strange is five years younger than Wong. Does so it? when Wong dies. He had Doctor Strange. Well, he'll take over. Yeah. So Doctor Strange. So then, what else happened in that scene? Because you got a better look at it. Than yeah. Me. So basically, Doctor Strange. He's like walking around, and then he walks into this like weird field, and then there's a lady. She has red hair. I wonder what her name is. And she's like cutting a cherry blossom tree or kind of tree that has flowers, and she turns around, and he says Wanda, yep. and she's like, "Hi, Strange. Yep. I messed up." And people were mad <clears throat> not to get into drama, but yeah. people were mad because originally Doctor Strange was going to show up in WandaVision mm-hmm. at the end and help her fix uh, yeah. the, the mess that she made. Mm-hmm. And they quote, you know, they, they picked their stupid, there were stupid reasons for them not doing it. Mm-hmm. It's not important, but they avoided it. And then, so I feel like this was them like coming back around and realizing that you do still need Doctor Strange to help. Yeah. But it's so funny because she's like, strange, I messed up. And then it cuts to a different scene. And the very end part of the post credit scene with Doctor Strange, there's another Doctor Strange. Yep. And this is where a lot of people have fan theories about it. Because if you're not familiar with Marvel What If series, I really want Brett to watch it. I haven't watched, I haven't watched What If. Um, I haven't watched it, but I watched like reviews on it. So I know what happens. I forgot which number episode it is, but it's Doctor Strange. But this what a um, scenario is instead of him losing his ability to like do surgery like because you remember the yeah. car accident. Yep. No, he's in the car with his fiance, and he gets distracted. His fiance dies, and he couldn't get over that fact. Yeah. And turns the, him evil. No, no, no. The ancient one basically she was like, "You have to get over this because like basically circle of life. Like yep. it was her time to die." And he's like, no, I can't get over it. And she's like, fine. If you're going to be a baby about it, I'm going to split your soul into two. No. So, so basically his soul split into two. So one soul actually moved on from it. 
like he was like okay i can move on from this i can live a better life because that's what she wanted me to do but then the second one he didn't and he tried to summon her back but he summoned a bunch of unearthly creatures which brings in shang chi like you remember the the octopus creature what was yeah. the name of it i don't even remember i don't remember it because it was that, that bad how... i mem- I memory hold that movie pretty mm-hmm. hard i i liked it better than eternals but i've mm-hmm. like not that that's the problem with the that i have with a lot of marvel movies is that mm-hmm. they tend to lack they don't have a lot of long-term impact on me <laughs> yeah uh, i don't remember them long mm-hmm. after i see them yeah so basically the octopus um creature from shang chi is also the character that Doctor Strange and what if summons but he absorbs the essence and people are having theories about this Doctor Strange in the post credit scene because the evil Doctor Strange his name is um it's M E P H I S T O Mephisto yep <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I had a brain yeah. fart I couldn't pronounce it but that's um Doctor Strange's evil self yeah that's uh, so they thought he was going to appear in WandaVision. They thought Mephisto was going to be in WandaVision. He, no, no, no. They, they thought that he was going to be in this movie. But I'm saying they mm-hmm. also thought Mephisto was going to appear in WandaVision because of, mm-hmm. yeah. So. Yeah, but they thought he was going to appear in this movie because, like, you know how Doctor Strange in the first scene, like, he's wearing a sweater? Mm-hmm. So they're like, he's wearing a sweater. That's not the usual attire that Doctor Strange yeah. wears. But then, like, later he changes to the regular Doctor Strange of did you see the goatee from the movie? Did you yeah. see the goatee die? Yeah. That, that was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you think, uh, are you more excited for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness or are you more excited for Morbius? I am excited for both of them because yep. you know I like occult stuff. Yep. You're a very big fan of the, mm-hmm. I've been, I just started, after our conversation yesterday, I started rewatching Grimm. Yep. So I got him into it. No. Again. I, again. I already, I was already <laughs> a fan of Grimm. Do you want to, like, I'm looking at some of these critic reviews for No Way Home and I'm actually yeah. surprised. I'm guessing that the the tomatoes on these seem to say signal that they're rotten, but the video no. has got almost 94% on tomatoes. Are you so sure it's rotten? S- some of these are just, um, oh, never mind. Okay, those are, uh, well, let's see. Let, let's just, I just want to go through some of them because uh, there's one right here at the bottom. Here's the short version. It's fine. Oh. Uh, there was uh, one at the top here I thought was interesting that I actually do agree with. And it's about, it says, it's called mm-hmm. Spider-Man No Way Home, but a better title for this exhausting sequel would be Spider-Man for super fans only. I would agree. I would honestly I agree, agree with that. that. I would, I would, uh, not, it doesn't have to be seen. You don't mm-hmm. have to be a super fan to necessarily enjoy it. Yeah. But the excitement that we have is because we are familiar with those past. Pro- and I wouldn't even call yeah. myself, I'm not a Spider-Man super fan, but I understand. But you grew up with it. But I, I understand the importance of giving the people what they want. Yeah. And they give the people what they want in this movie. Yeah. Also, I forgot to mention it. So everybody was like screaming about this. Like, you know how the Spider-Mans, they all have their own signature pose. Everybody mm-hmm. was screaming about it because they all did their own signature pose. Yep. Tobey Maguire did the squat where he has two hands in the front. Um, Tom, Tom Holland does the sideways thing. Yep. And then Andrew Garfield's, what's his? I don't even know. I, I only remember, uh, Tobey Maguire's is the only one I'm really like that. Mm-hmm. I always remember. Yeah. That one's so iconic. Yeah. Like, because he's always like I mean, crouching like You that. see the, the Holland one a lot now because yeah. of the, the, you know, there's a trailer every, mm-hmm. every couple of, uh, couple but of months. I but I don't remember the Garfield one. Maybe I'm going to search it up. I don't know. Um, maybe his is the hanging upside down. No, 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 no. That's not what they did um, when they did the pose for three. But everybody was screaming because 
they're the fight scenes with all three of them is like the best thing yeah, ever. The crowd went nuts. The, yeah. the, the, cr- the crowd. The, the mm-hmm. people in the theater where we were at went nuts when, when they finally mm-hmm. went and battled all of them. And <clears throat> uh, in the end, I think that this, is, this proves the importance of fan... Uh, as important as it is to make a good movie on its own, you can do fan service well mm-hmm. and i think this movie is a great example of that they this movie isn't by no means a perfect movie mm-hmm. but i do think that it's far above average for a superhero movie yeah for in sure. this is this far outstripes any of the marvel releases this mm-hmm. year by leaps and bounds mm-hmm. this is uh miles better than shang chi it's mile it's 10 miles better than eternals mm-hmm. and it's miles better than black widow mm-hmm. for sure i don't know i just love this oh his pose is basically he's like bending over, but he has no. That's Tom Holland. I, I was like, what? That's the Tom Holland. Never mind. Uh, J.K. I'll find. I'll find it if it kills me. So it says Spider-Man. So here's some more of them. It says the MCU is a high floor, low ceiling enterprise, and No Way Home is slightly closer to the ceiling mm-hmm. than the floor. Exactly like all other Spider-Man movies. So it feels like it's like putting like the average or below uh, or like the less enthusiastic reviews up top here. But that should just speak to you why like. Uh, uh, you know, or maybe th- this could be confirmation bias on my part because I like it so much. Yeah. But uh, to me, I think this is a movie that's absolutely worth going and seeing, guys. Mm-hmm. So for sure, I love it so much. Here's some more. So it says mm-hmm. phenomenal. The story works. The villains have never been better, and with actual motivation that you feel, it gets heavy at times. And the ending and mid-credit scene are perfect. No spoilers. Go see it. Top ten movie is ever made. Okay, that's. <laughs> That's a bit excessive. Mm-hmm. Best movie since Endgame. I would agree with that. Uh, best Marvel movie since Endgame. Uh, really, really good. If you enjoy Marvel films, get ready and buckle up. This one is wild and sets up for such an amazing feeling uh, of more mov- for more movies. Uh, yep. So exactly what you want out of a Spider-Man movie. So exactly. Yeah. And also, there was like a scene. Like I don't know if you pay attention to this part, but like you know how Peter Parker like rents out his own apartment like he gets his own apartment after aunt may dies yes and like um happy hogan's uh apartment duplex like yep. gets destroyed he gets his own apartment but do you notice the scene where he puts down a um palpatine i didn't see i i must not notice uh, the, the mug no it's a little lego figure Oh, because he was building. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's like building his whole room. And I found out I was like really curious about it. I was like, what's the connection to this? But it's a little Easter egg for people, um, Easter egg for people who actually like pay attention to Peter Parker lore. He's a Star Wars fan. Yep. I thought it was well, that like, wasn't the Lego set that was in the in Happy's place, a Star Wars Lego set. Uh, yeah. Okay. But it didn't show Palpatine. But I think that was the Death Star. Like yeah. Set. Like he built it. And that's mm-hmm. when uh, I don't remember. Was it? It wasn't. Uh, was it Sandman that's like, are those your Legos? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> or was it Jamie Foxx? It was, was Jamie Foxx. It was Electro. It was like, are those your Legos? <laughs> yeah. But the reason why he had it is uh, um, to help make his... Um, yeah, so basically he had it to make his apartment look better. But in the previous scene, basically he had it... He had the Death Star um, Lego set because he was going to... He built it with Ned. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of cute. Like the Easter eggs are really cool. Like they have Easter eggs. There's a lot of care put into the to yeah. the way these c- scenes are set up and mm-hmm. the detail that goes into the. It's like we were talking the other day with the the Easter egg that or what we feel is an Easter egg in the Batman trailer. Yeah. Of the joke of the, of the killing joke face mm-hmm. uh, in that picture of Bruce mm-hmm. on the. That's just most likely if you're watching that in the context of that scene, it's just a little flash of light as a character walks by a bunch of pictures on the wall. It won't be on screen for more than a couple of seconds, but mm-hmm. hours were the work go into making something like that real yeah like that that means that somebody right either writing a script or uh, not just the dialogue but the people who write out these scenes and, and build these sets it's a it'll be on screen for less than 10 seconds but hours of time and coordination between workers and employees go together to make that come to reality on screen mm-hmm. all for fan service and i love yeah, it for sure because like especially like certain scenes are like pulled from comic books and like yep. like video games. Yeah. I forgot that Spider Man had video games too. I never played any of the video mm-hmm. games. I know a lot of people love the new one or loved four mm-hmm. or the one from PS4. Yeah, um, that's where they got it from. Yeah. like most of their scenes. But also, you remember that joke where like um, Tobey Maguire he's like bending his back on the bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah. like, I have back problems. Yeah. <laughs> and then Andrew Garfield is like, Do you want me to pop it for you? And yep. He's like, Yes. <laughs> like it's basically poking fun at him that he's old. Yep. I love it. I love, I it. love that. Like it's cute. Like this movie is very self-aware. Yep. But in a in a way that doesn't feel ham-fisted or fourth. Like it, I guess mm-hmm. it kind of is the fourth wall. But like it, not it's, it's winking at the camera. It's not breaking. It's not breaking the fourth wall. But it's winking at the camera mm-hmm. because they know that you know all of these references. Yeah. Right. So I don't know, man. The uh, final thoughts on Spider-Man: No Way Home. Ah. Uh. Uh, well, they also talked about the um, Captain America shield on yeah. Statue of Liberty. On the Statue of Liberty. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Oh, oh, go for it. What is it? What do they say? Well, okay. So same article that I'm reading. You may have noticed the Statue of Liberty is going under some something of a makeover. Yep. So basically, she's going to have the whole shield instead of the torch. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, but then at the end, mm-hmm. it didn't stay. They, yeah, they have the. It's back to the. Um, the shield is. Um, was also indirectly referenced in the Hawkeye series too. Yes. So yeah, yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Sh- I, I don't know if they showed it, but they mm-hmm. mentioned it. They mentioned it because, like, um, basically the musical in Hawkeye, like the first episode when he's watching that musical, they talk about it. That musical, man. That musical <laughs> number that was stupid. Oh, yeah. I I just love this movie. I recommend like everybody watching it. And also, if you're a Green Goblin fan, he does go back to his like colors that he had in the comic books yep. so his signature color is purple and green yep. not just plain green you see when he's in his regular clothing mm-hmm. like another reason why people might think he'd be a great joker because he's wearing purple and green mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know man i i think everyone i think everyone should go see it mm-hmm. um go see it for tom holland's performance go see it for the fact that both toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield seemed to love to be in this mm-hmm. movie. It didn't feel like they were it's cashing. Fine. It didn't feel like mm-hmm. they were cashing a paycheck. Yeah. And you can find like cute little hidden Easter eggs. Like the, you know, the mural that they had, mm-hmm. the, um, the high school that he went to, they have Tony Stark's dad in it. Yeah. Um, Howard Stark. Yeah. You can see it. So that's a cute little, um, Easter egg. If you like, um, Iron Man too. 
the hardest part about mm-hmm. doing this is like now I'm thinking like what are we like we're totally forgetting something we'll we'll come back and like we'll talk about it tomorrow well yeah like if something else comes to mm-hmm. us we'll talk about it on the show tomorrow but I mm-hmm. hate that part where I'm thinking I'm like there's so much my brain like doesn't process the best when I'm doing stuff like this so I'm like I think I said everything <coughs> that I was that I was thinking about mm-hmm. um, I love the ending I think so. that it was both. Uh, emotionally it wasn't emotionally manipulative it was just right in the right place when he has this scene uh, basically at the end he has to accept that Zendaya that MJ and mm-hmm. Ned no longer know who he was and he has yeah. a fantastic conversation with Zendaya with I, I always call her Zendaya mm-hmm. with MJ that he does more good acting with his face when yeah. she's speaking mm-hmm. than the average actor would be able to do on any given day with an entire performance there's some, some fantastic nonverbal acting there mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so cute because, like, people in the audience that was with us, they were like, just tell her. Yeah. And he doesn't tell her. He doesn't her. tell her. Like, he has you a want whole- him to, mm. but he doesn't. That's the power of that scene. Yeah, like, basically, he had a whole script written out, and he was, like, reciting it before going to that coffee shop. Is it a coffee shop or a donut it, it shop? It both, probably. Okay. But, yeah, he's, like, reciting what he wants to say, and then when he comes up, like, she she waves high. You think she recognizes him. Yep, but it's And Ned. then the band-aid also and that's what ke- mm-hmm. i think that's what stops that's what that's supposed to be or that stops him from telling her because yeah. it feels like she's safer by not knowing yeah right yeah but it's funny because like you think she's waving to him but it's actually ned behind yeah. him and then she was like hey and like ned goes sit in his usual spot you'll see it in the movie where like he has his spot that's where they always hang out when she's working but um she was like how may i help you yep. and he was like hi i'm peter parker and he was about to say it, but then he stops it because how you pointed yep. out the Band-Aid. And he's like, can I have a black coffee? And she's like, okay, Peter Parker, one black coffee coming up. And then she grabs like um, a donut for Ned. And yep. she's like, uh, look, MIT something. What's the that? engineers. I the think engineers, I think because the said. mascots. And yeah. he didn't understand it. And she's like, the mascots. Yep. And he was like, wow, you have school spirit. The uh, that scene mm-hmm. right where she you want him to tell her you yeah. want him so badly to tell her and he doesn't mm-hmm. that was fantastic yeah. like the, I w- I almost I have no faith in Hollywood these days that they don't just give it give in and tell mm-hmm. but they don't they hold off and that makes it all the more powerful because he has three more movies to come up <laughs> it's not yeah it's it's greed it's not mm-hmm. <laughs> he has three more movies he yep. does so basically the idea is that you should go see it. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Like, um, the pacing, like how you said that it was, was good. I love the lighting. And, like, if you do, like, Spider-Man and, like, all the Easter eggs and, like, the actors who put into the work as the characters for Spider-Man. Oh, my God. It's so good. The CGI was above a- average to above average. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of scenes cut, uh, a couple of Doc Ock scenes in that first fight on the yeah. bridge that felt CGI-y. To kind me, of. I didn't the pay close attention. Ups, the close-ups, sh- yeah. you know, the mid, the mid-level shots felt a little bit CGI, like like it was more noticeable. Yeah. But the stuff at the end where the universe is splitting, uh, or like the characters are coming in from the other multiverses, that was fantastic. I love that. With Doctor Strange. Oh wait, you know how he was fixing all the characters, like all the villains, mm-hmm. like you know he was like, I'm gonna cure them. Do you think it's still gonna be their demise to die? That uh, that's a question I have. I don't know mm-hmm. if that means that they're sent back to die. So he did his job. He he fulfilled the obligation he said he says i'm going to cure them mm-hmm. uh if they die in their world that's i mean i guess it's not on him that's fate yeah. but he fulfilled his obligation yeah so. because he fixed doc ock's um broken chip so he can't hear the machines talking in his head yep. he fixed um the green goblin so he has no dark side yep. 
he fixed Clint, and so he's not the Sandman anymore, and then got rid of Electro's electricity, yep. and then turned Lizard back to human. I almost feel bad and the worst for Electro because it felt like... <laughs> because I, he wanted it. <laughs> I, I feel... Well, also, I felt like Jamie Foxx was just like, there's so much passion for those other villains that yeah. is awesome and as fantastic of an actor as mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx is. He just... There wasn't, there just isn't the same level of connection to mm-hmm. those other characters. So. Yeah, that's true because a lot of people didn't like Jamie Foxx's mm. performance as Electro the mm. first time. Yep. And it was funny. I thought they were going to keep him as the weird Electro, like translucent. No, no, they make him, but the, and they made him normal looking. Yep. And I wonder, like, or they didn't give him the comb over, the, the bad face. He just, he's handsome Jamie Foxx. So basically, guys. Basically, guys, just go go see Spider Man No Way Home this weekend. It is absolutely it is absolutely worth your money. Oh. Miracle found something else. Yeah, I just found out like Easter egg. So you know how like Jamie Foxx, like every time he uses the lightning and makes a star, mm-hmm. that's actually a homage to his comic book self. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I was like really curious about it. I was like, why is he a star? Yeah. <laughs> we learn something new every day. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think we're wrapping this one up, Miracle mm-hmm. Sam. Why don't you tell everyone where your social media is? I don't have social media because it rots your brain. And we are going to go see this movie again yep. on Saturday. So, guys, uh, that is it for this special edition. This is nothing but Spider-Man No Way Home today because it yep. was just we had to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to follow Pop Culture Crisis, you can find us on Twitter at popculture underscore show. Mm-hmm. We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. And we are on TikTok at Pop Culture Crisis. And if you want to see clips from the show, it's on YouTube at youtube.com slash popculturecrisis. And if you want to see the full episodes, the episodes in whole, you find them on Spotify, on Amazon Music, on Apple Podcasts, and on Pandora. Mm-hmm. That is everything for today, guys. Go out and see Spider-Man No Way Home this weekend before you uh, go d- aren't able to get a ticket. Mm-hmm. They're going out quickly. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.